Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 210. Today, we are going to be discussing a really important leadership topic, as we often do on this podcast. But here's the question that I want you to ask yourself, the one I want to help you answer. Are you a leader or just a friend to the people that are on your team? I'm going to tell you this. This episode is going to be a major light bulb moment to a lot of you as to why you've really struggled to grow your teams and more importantly, help other people see success, to create other strong, independent leaders, to help the people on your team rank advance consistently. Here's what you're going to find out. It's actually the way that you are deciding to show up in your business. This is having a major limiting effect on the people on your team. And I'm going to tell you the biggest challenge that so many of you are facing right now in your business that is keeping you stuck is this. You are valuing friendships over leadership. You're letting the personal relationships that you formed with your team actually get in the way of you leading them. And I have a name for this. We teach people how to overcome it in our programs. It's called the relational roadblock. And until you recognize that this is something that's keeping you stuck and understand what it's going to take to move past it, you're never going to build a business that gives you true financial and time freedom. Because here's the truth, you can never achieve that without having lots of other strong, independent leaders on your team. So here's the good news. I'm going to teach you how to do exactly that, how to overcome the relational roadblock and not just be a friend, but actually be the kind of leader that your team needs you to be. So it's going to be a really powerful episode. So this uh, this episode today was actually inspired by one of the live coaching sessions I did over on Clubhouse. So uh, I am loving it over there. So many of you have been reaching out to me saying it's been so amazing. You've been listening to the podcast for so long, but you love being able to interact live and ask questions. And so uh, make sure you check me out there. If you are an iOS user and you're fortunate enough to get an invite, definitely make sure you check me out. I've been broadcasting live 9 a.m. every single day, Monday through Friday. And I've actually heard through the grapevine that they're going to be opening it up to Android and all users pretty soon. So if you haven't been able to get in yet, just stay tuned. I know some of you have been reaching out to me for invites, but the invite system is really weird. Like you have to be in my phone as a contact for me to invite you. So I don't have the ability just to invite ever anybody, unfortunately, but it's only going to be a matter of time uh, before we'll be able to connect there as well. So now before I get into the message, let me share with you, I want to share first our review you of the week. Thanks again to all of you that have taken the time to leave a rating and a review. I really appreciate it. But this week's review of the week comes in from Philip Guy. So Philip says that when you listen to this podcast, you can feel Bob's love and service. You can feel his soul through his voice, and you know that Bob is truly giving his full heart. You get tips and tricks, advice and wisdom, the tools you need to help build you personally and help build your business. I've laughed, I've cried, I've jumped up and down. 
I've yelled aloud all during the podcast. I can't thank you and your team enough, Bob, for all that you are doing. And Philip is actually a student of ours in our Legacy Leadership Academy. So Philip, thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review and, and be a great supporter of this show and, and also be one of our legacy leaders. Next up, I want to give a shout out to our student of the week this week. So this week's student of the week actually comes from the Legacy Leadership Academy. It is Kate Bryans, who is a brand new student of ours. She shared in our Facebook group, I made the commitment to work in this process. I am on day one of the training in the formula for transformation. That's that mindset reboot. It's our step-by-step process to help you build belief. And get this, two people between last night and this morning are wanting to jump on board with me in my business. The formula helped me stop obsessing over reinventing the wheel and stopped overthinking immediately after I started to do this work. In essence, I stopped trying to prove myself and how hard I work to people who are no longer in my life, are gone and passed away. These red light stories are deep. Kate, that's so powerful. One of the greatest gifts that the formula gives us is we let go of our past and we no longer allow it to define us. And look how quickly when we start to do this work, look how quickly we can start to see those results that we've been after. So Kate, great job and congratulations. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into the message for today. Let's talk about the relational roadblock. This is by far the single greatest leadership challenge that most of you face in your business today. And it is directly stemming when you are operating from a red light core story. Now, a couple of episodes ago, I did an episode on your core story. Your core story is the story that you tell yourself about yourself. There's only two different kinds of core stories you can operate from. A red light core story that is based in scarcity and fear, one where you are not enough, or a green light core story that is founded in love and abundance and worthiness where you are capable. The problem is this. Most of you have been operating from a red light core story that limits you. And how this shows up in terms of your leadership is this. When we have this story that we tell ourselves that we're not enough, we're not good enough, we're not worthy, what happens is we value and we need people's approval. We need people to like us in order to feel better about ourselves. And when we're operating from a red light core story, one of scarcity and fear, we will never be able to push past the relational roadblock and actually lead people the way that we need to because we have this irrational fear that if we do, we're going to push them away. And I'll talk more about how that's not true and go a little deeper into helping you navigate it. But I want you to realize that until you change your core story, you're never going to be able to get past the relational roadblock. But the relational roadblock that comes up because of that is when you allow the friendships and the personal relationships you have with your team get in the way of you actually leading them. See, if you've struggled developing other leaders on your team, this is absolutely the reason why. Now, here's the thing. Relationships are important. They are the foundation of leadership. But you can't allow them to actually get in the way of you leading people. Here's one of the the biggest realizations I want you to understand. Leadership requires something different from you. It requires you to be someone different. And when we talk about leadership, here's the thing we all have to come to terms with. You can't lead people and make them happy and have them like you all the time. 
Sometimes as a leader, you have to do and say things that people do not want to hear, but they need to hear them in order to reach their full potential. This is what is required of you as a leader, and you may not like it, but it is the truth. Look, I bet one of the reasons why you love this show so much is because I do this to you every day, don't I? I'm constantly calling you out on your stuff. You know you know that I am not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm always going to tell you what you need to hear, and I'll deliver that hard message to you. And sometimes in the moment, it hurts, and you don't want to hear it, and you might not be happy hearing it. But after, I bet when you think back, you're grateful that I cared enough to say it to you. See, the reality is this, is if you're not doing this for the people on your team, this is part of the reason why they're struggling and why you are stuck. And I look, I used to struggle this for a long time in my business, I'm, I, so I know this really well. I can remember when I first started to build a team, I was like an up-and-coming leader, and I had all these people now starting to look to me for direction and support. What should I do, right? They were all getting stuck, just like I had. And I remember having this, this limiting belief that, when it came to leadership, like I just wanted to be people's friend and I wanted to be there for them because there was all these things that I knew I should have been doing, right? We call it like the tough love side of leadership that we'll get into that topic later. But there were all these things that I knew I should be doing, but that I was resisting because I didn't want to come across like I was trying to be their boss, tell them what to do, right? I didn't want to be too like authoritative because I joined network marketing because I didn't like having that in my life at my job. So I'm like, well, I don't want to be that. So I resisted this for a while and I just was everybody's friend and we had a great time and we had tons of fun. But the problem was this, people were not winning. And I got stuck for a long time and none of us understood why. And it was because I didn't step into that leader role. I resisted it for years. And this, by the way, is the big mistake that hobbyists make. We talk a lot about the hobbyist role that I know so many of you identify with. Hobbyists find they, they are what we affectionately call accidental leaders. That's what I was for years in my business. We're in a position of leadership. We hold a rank. We have a team, but we don't know the first thing to do when it comes to lead. We're not looking at ourselves like a leader. We're not acting like a leader because we're not willing to make that, I call it the shift right? The shift from just a friend to a leader. And, you know, we call all of these things, right? Tough love. So many times, like we saw the tough love kind of leadership, but what we don't understand is that's just another red light story that we tell ourselves to make an excuse for why we don't do these things. It's how we let ourselves off the hook. Now, when we talk about what are we talking about here? What's the tough love kind of leadership that we need to start to lean into? Well, how about this? Confronting people, calling them out when you know they need to be holding people accountable for what they actually said they would do, setting boundaries around your work and personal life, having expectations of others. Like, I'm not going to just give you my time because you're asking for it. I have expectations around what you need to do to deserve my time. And how about this? Saying no to people. That's a novel concept, like actually saying no to the people that are asking for your time that don't truly deserve it. See, when you're operating from a red light core story, these things are very difficult for you to do. And be honest, you know that you should be doing all of these things right now, but you're not. Here's the shift in perspective I'd like to give you today. We teach this in our program. There is no such thing as tough love. Tough love is just a story. 
it's all just love. Everything that I just shared with you, confrontation, accountability, boundaries, expectations, saying no sometimes, calling people out, those are all demonstrations of love. Think about your kids, for those of you that have children. As a parent, you do all those things with your kids almost on a daily basis. And you don't resist them, you lean into them, even though they're uncomfortable, even though they're inconvenient, even though they don't make you feel great. But you know, as a parent, you have a responsibility to your child to provide that to them in their life because if you don't, no one else will. And here's the truth, your team's the same way. They're probably, most people don't have a single person in their life that cares enough about their future success that they're willing to be that for them. You need to become that person. You tell me you love and care about your team, but you're not doing these things. You only love them when it's convenient to you. See, what I'm asking you to do is truly embrace what it means to lead with love. And when you're starting from a place of a green light core story, one where you don't need someone to like you to feel better about yourself, you are willing to lean into these difficult things. And here's what's interesting. When you do it, people start to respond. The people on your team, are literally craving this from you, whether they realize it or not. And that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to challenge you to do, to think differently about this, to trade your own comfort and security for the untapped potential that lies inside of the people on your team. The people on your team will never reach their full potential left to their own devices. They need someone that can be there to provide this to them. Here's what I want you to think about. Think about your life. Think about any great coach, teacher, mentor, or leader that you've ever had in your life. And I guarantee you, every one of them leads with love. And this is the thing. A lot of you have been failing your team because of your unwillingness to do this. You've created a story that's keeping you from it. So when we think about the right way to view love, we start to understand that love is not affirming people all the time and telling them what they want to hear. Because I bet if you think about some of those best coaches or mentors or leaders that you've ever had, here's one of the things that you always admired the most about them. They were never afraid to call you out when they knew you were doing something wrong or something that was detrimental to your growth or development. And when you think about these people in your life, and even think about a friend, like if you have one really great close friend Somebody that you can count on no matter what. I bet you that person is that in your life for this exact same reason as you'll call each other out on your stuff. And when you do it, you may not want to hear it, but you know they're coming from a place of love and concern and wanting to see you win. So that's why it's okay. But when we think about this, there's this unwavering commitment to want to see that other person prosper and progress. And that's the thing. This is what you need to step into. Here's another way to look at this. I remember the first time somebody pointed this out to me, I was like, ooh, that kind of hurts to hear. I never thought about it like that. But when you're unwilling to embrace this style of leadership, truly leading with love, here's what it really is. It's a lack of integrity in your leadership. Now, I remember the first time somebody said that to me, I was like, wait, what? I don't have integrity. Like, I, you know, I'm somebody that's always prided myself. Like I, you know, it's one of my core values is living in integrity and, and having honor, right? And, and the first time I heard that, they said, but Bob, you're not leading with integrity right now. And I said, well, what do you mean? And I remember one of my early mentors said, well, here's the thing. If you know that someone on your team 
is doing something wrong, right? They said they would do something and they didn't, or you just know that they're doing something that's harming their chances of success and creating the kind of business and life that they want, keeping them stuck, and you don't confront them and call them out on that issue and help them, in that moment, you are lacking integrity in your leadership with them. And I remember thinking, wow, it's true. I failed them in that moment. I had an opportunity to get them to see a different perspective, to maybe give them the wake-up call that they needed to take responsibility and ownership for their own life, to stop blaming other people. And I bet, if you're honest, you have these opportunities all the time, but guess what? You run from them. You ignore them. You hide from them. You, you just say, that's not my job, and I'm telling you, it is your job. And I get it. It's not fair, but guess what? With leadership comes great responsibility. The higher you ascend in leadership and success, the more responsibility you have to the people on your team if you are a servant leader, which I know most of you are because you're here. I'm not talking about the self-serving leaders that we unfortunately come across so often that are just here to make a buck and what can you do for me and you're nothing more than a number on their downline report and another way for, that, for you, them to get a bonus check or hit a rank. Now, you all know who I'm talking about, right? You're probably picturing somebody. I'm not talking about those kinds of leaders. I'm talking about what Love, Serve, Grow requires us to do. I'm talking about servant leaders. I'm talking about people like you that are truly here because you feel a deeper sense of purpose in your business. That if you're that kind of leader, you must start to embrace this. Because when we truly change our story on what, around what love is, we start holding ourselves accountable to a higher standard when it comes to our leadership. Here's what happens. We start taking different actions and having different conversations with people, uncomfortable conversations. We help people start to see their blind spots. And sometimes that's the very thing that creates a breakthrough for someone. But where does this all start? Well, it starts the same place everything else does. Isn't it so interesting how everything we talk about and teach here, it always comes back to belief. You've got to start with the foundation of belief. It is the first part of the Love, Serve, Grow framework. Here's the reason why this is important. What your team, why they're struggling and what they need from you more than anything, they need you to believe in them because they don't believe in themselves. They need you to believe in them enough to be willing to challenge them. And the thing is, is the truth, I mentioned this before, they probably don't have a single person in their life who's willing to do that for them. They got a bunch of people telling them that they can't do this, that they shouldn't. Who do they think they are trying to knock them down? But they don't have anybody trying to push them up. And the thing is, when you start doing this, like I told you, they might not like it in the moment, but they will respect you as a leader because they know that you've cared enough. And many times looking back, it's our willingness to do just that that makes all the difference. But here's the thing. You'll never be able to do that for someone else. You'll never be able to give them that belief they need if you don't first give it to yourself. So when we talk about leading with love, all that means is that in every moment, we are operating from a green light core story and we are giving ourselves the gift of belief. So now that we've filled our cup, we can go pour into others. Look, you, you're gonna be blown away when you see what this does for your team. It's so counterintuitive. People always say, Bob, how can I help build the belief of the people on my team? I say, build your belief. Stop focusing on your team. It's inter- isn't it interesting how leaders, we have such a bias for action that we automatically just want to focus on how we can fix other people, but we never want to slow down enough to do the hard work on ourselves. Because fixing someone else is a, is a to-do list item. It's a box that we can check. It's something outside of us. 
But when we start having to look inside of ourselves and challenge these stories and these beliefs that we have about ourselves that we've held for so long, sometimes that's scary. And it requires us to slow down. And we'll tell ourselves that that's not what we should be doing. And I'm telling you that it is. Because when you slow down enough to do this work on yourself, transformation is an inside-out game. You transform yourself on the inside. You will automatically start showing up differently, and you will be astounded at what could happen. Now, I've done a, I'll share a quick story with you. I've done a podcast interview with Christy Wharton. I have an update on Christy's story. This is incredible. So Christy, okay, her first year, she came into our program. She went from, okay, her first year in her business, she did 8,000 in sales over the whole year. At the end of her first year in our program, she did 114,000. So she went from 8,000 to 114,000, and she helped 32 people rank advance in that year. Now, Christy attributes the number one thing was a shift in belief. She said, when I finally understood what belief was, it ignited this new vision for my life and what I could help myself and other people accomplish. Now, get this, year number two, fast forward to a year after, a second year in the program, she went from 114,000 in sales to 210,000. She helped 26 more people rank advance And she hit the top rank of her compensation plan. And get this, she literally just sent this to to me the other day. She goes, year number three since I've joined. She goes, I am projecting I am going to hit a million in volume this year, sales volume. And I was like, oh my God, think about that. 8,000 to a million in three years. Now, here's the thing. Results not typical, right? I feel like I need to say that. Like, We don't help everybody in LLA do that because you want to know what? Most people are not willing to do the work like Christy. Most people will give up too early in those early frustrating first couple of steps. But to Christy's credit, she did the work on herself first because she knew that was the best thing she could do for her team. And she literally started showing up as a different person and embraced leadership and look at what happened. So here's what I want to help you do. Whether you're a student of ours or you're just listening to this podcast, I want to teach you how to become the kind of leader that people want to follow and that your team needs you to be. And here's what's so interesting about all of this. When you finally embrace what I'm teaching you, you're operating from a green light core story. You're leading with love. The interesting thing is we have this irrational fear that that will push people away. That's what the relational roadblocks, that's why it keeps us from doing it. But what we find out is it's the exact opposite. The more you are willing to take a stand for people by doing these things, the stronger your relationship will grow with them. Because as I mentioned earlier, this is what every great leader, coach, or mentor has ever provided you in your life. And because they were willing to do that for us and for you, that's why they're so important in our life. So what I'm telling you is if you can step into this role, if you can stop being just a friend and stop being worried about people just liking you and you actually start leading them, your business and your life will never be the same again. So that's my challenge to you in today's episode is really be honest with yourself. Have you been choosing friend over leader? Have you been caught up at the relational roadblock? And if so, take really to heart the advice that I'm giving you today. So that's my message for you today. So as always, I love and appreciate every one of you for being here. Thanks so much. I hope you got some value out of the episode today. And hey, listen, if any of you are on Clubhouse and you've been a Clubhouse secret agent over there, I want to hear from you. So raise your hand, ask me a question if you're over there. I'd love to 
chat with you, but I hope you got some value out of today's episode and I'll see you soon on the next one. Take care. 